Welcome everyone. I would like to share with you a special presentation, the Ben Lo Ashri, the Tzadik of Ranana, on Pesach and the Haggadah of Pesach. As we've mentioned many times, Rabbi Yitzchak Hakain Hoberman, the Tzadik of Ranana, offers a wondrous Havtacha that anyone who says over his Debatayr in his name, he will be a Melitz for the person in this world and in the world to come to Baal somebody out of a tzara and to bring Yeshua ba'il mazeh uva'ilam hava. This particular shir is dedicated as Rufu Shalema to Ephraim Shalema ben Malka Chala. Shev Rufu Shalema bekarev mamish besoich shachal Yisrael. If anybody would like to get the Ben La'ashri sheets every week, you could sign up to our email list, go to the site, rabbidg.com, and you could subscribe and you will get uh, every Arab Shabbos, Arab Yom Tif, the weekly Ben Lashri, as well as the weekly Divrei Torah in English. Okay, so I want to share with you five Divrei Torah. The Pasuk says, This is the law of the Pesach. Any foreigner cannot eat it. And the Ben Lashri asks, well, Why is this a chukah? How is it a chukah? It's not a chayk. The Torah already said a Tomei cannot eat kachim, and a Akum already has the status of a Tomei. And the Ben Lashri explains, based on a famous story um, that Rav Nachman of Breslov would say over, that in a particular city there were two Aniyim, one was a Jew and one was a guy, and they were hungry, especially Arab Pesach. People don't usually have guests. You can't eat too much anyway. Chametz, you have to eat early in the morning, and then matzah, you can't eat Arab Pesach. And the Aniyim are particularly hungry on Arab Pesach. And the Jewish... Uh, Ani says to the guy, listen, you stick around with me, I'll tell you what to do, you'll make believe you're a Jew, and tonight you're going to have the Suda of your life. So he said, great, no problem. So they go to davening, and it's a long davening, and then there's a halal, and the guy is starving, he never sat such, through such long services, and he figures they're going to have uh, such a scrumptious meal after all. The house smells really good, and the first thing they do is they give him a big cup of wine to drink, and the Gentiles look, he's like, what's, he's murmuring on an empty stomach to, to drink so much wine. And then, the Haggadah, it's endless, and all the kids say the Manashtana, one after the other, and Divrei Torah, and Gematriois, and Drashois, and stories that happened, that didn't happen. And the guy is going out of his mind, and then finally they give him another cup of wine, and he says, what's, what's wrong with these people? And the Jew tries to kick him on the table, be quiet, be quiet, you know, just have patience. And the kids are looking at him, is this, is this a Jew? He's never been to a Seder before. And finally they wash, and the guy figures, okay, now it's meal time. And they give him matzah, the guy says, well, it's just cardboard, and they're trying to keep him quiet. And then they give him the mara, and the guy is so hungry, he grabs half the mara, and he's eats it in one shot and his face turns red there's smoke coming out of his nose and out of his ears and the guy got so upset he just ran out and he missed the whole meal says the Ben Ma'ashri this is basically the question of the Chacham Maha Edois which the Mepharshim say is the whole Yom Tov is for the Karim Pesach so why do you eat the Karim Pesach last? and the answer is that's the same Kasha that the guy in Rav Nachman's story asked and the answer is, you know why? 
Zois Chukas HaPesach. You know what the mystery of the Karm Pesach is? You know what the reason is why you eat it last? So Kol Ben So no Gentile will ever join you in such a meal because they would never have the patience until every until it comes around. And that's really the story of life in general. And that is patience, patience until the payoff in the end with the coming of Mashiach and Olam Haba. Okay, we move on to the next offering. This is very interesting. fantastic observation. You know, Rabbi Lezman Azaria got an endorsement from heaven to be appointed as the Nasi. And Ben Zoyma, and that's why his hair turned white. On the other hand, Ben Zoyma never had smicha. But nevertheless, the sages, they only value content. They don't value any signs from heaven. And they don't look at anyone's credentials. They didn't care that Rabbi Lezman Azaria had a haskama from Shamayim. Nevertheless, they didn't pay attention to his psak that you mentioned in Yitzhak Avaleos until Ben Zoyma brought scriptural proof. They followed Ben Zoyma, ben Zoyma even though he wasn't an official rabbi. But they don't, the Chachachme Yisrael, they don't make a big deal. He is a rabbi, he's not a rabbi. He has white hair, he doesn't have white hair. It's about the content. If he has good content, we'll pay attention to Ben Zoyma. If he doesn't have good content, they would not listen to Rebbe Lezben Azariah. Now, in another piece, the Ben Lashvi says, why did Rebbe Lezer show such honor to Ben Zayma? Because Rebbe Lezer was appointed as a Nasi. And he didn't want anyone to ever think that he was taking Kavod from the Torah. So he honored Ben Zayma as a Darshan to show other people that the reason why he gets Kavod is because he's a good Darshan. And the proof is, Ben Zayma is a good Darshan, so I honor him. Similar to... Rebbe honored the wealthy. Why did Rebbe honor the wealthy? Because Rebbe didn't want to take honor from the Torah. So he honored the wealthy to indicate, you know why people honor me? Rebbe would say, because I'm wealthy. That's why Rebbe would honor the Ashiram. And Rebbe Lezben Azariah honored the Balei Jrush so that he, nobody should think that he's taking covered for covered at Torah. No, just the opposite. He is uh, honorable because he's a good Baal Okay, offering number four. Like it says, And the question is, this is not understandable, because normally Amalenu refers to gathering money. What did Hashem see? That we weren't able to toil to gather money? How is that children? And if it means that children help us gather money, then what does it have to do with Bechal Habas Techayun? And they let every girl stay alive. What's the meaning of this? So the Ben Ashri explains as follows. Paroi understood with his Kishof that if a Gentile lives with a Bas Yisrael, the Vlad is a Kasher Jew. Yeah, he's a Kasher Jew halachically, but in the world, nobody would consider the child a Jew. Bedine Shamayim, the kid is a Jew. But Bedine Aretz is going to be a Mitzri. So says Paroi, we're going to marry. We're going to take your children. How? The Es Amolinu. We're going to take away your money. How are we going to take your money? We're going to kill the boys. We're going to marry the girls. The children will be Jews halachically. They will inherit Eretz Yisrael halachically. But 
practically, they'll be ours, they'll be Egyptian. So we will take your great rechush, your great rechush is the land of Israel. Your great rechush, we will take, how? Killing your boys, marrying your girls, the children will be Jewish, they'll inherit Eretz Yisrael, and we'll take it for ourselves. Or, the Ben Lo'ashri explains as follows, Ve'esa amalinu elu habonim, shenemar kal haben hayiloid hayo'ira tashrichu v'chal habas t'chayon. Why bring in v'chal habas t'chayon? What amilus is there in this scenario? Says the Ben Lo'ashri, that Chazal tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels that he's tired out, he's worn out when people speak Dvarim Batelam. What does that mean? What, what, how does it tire out Hashem? Why does Hashem care? Like the Medr says, you think Hashem really cares? If you shecht 50% of the simanim or 51%, it doesn't make a ramification on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, the Ben Roshri explains as follows. The fallacy of the belief of Mitzrayim of Dar Hamabo and Dar Haflaga, was they believed that God should give them, regardless of whether we do Avoida or not, God created us, He should give us whether we deserve it or not, whether we're Oyved or not. That is called Abbas. Abbas is just a, one who accepts and receives, who is Nishba, he is affected by others, but is not active. A Ben, feel a Ben, is someone who is Mashpia, is active. Klal Yisrael believes that although HaKadosh Baruch is a Baal Chesed, it is our obligation to do Avoida to earn Hashem's Chesed. That notion is called Ben, to be Payal, to be active, not to, just to be a recipient. The Mitzrayim wanted to kill the Ben, kill the notion that you have to be Mashpia, kill the notion that you have to be Payal, and B'chol Abbas They believe that all they need to do is be receptive. And therefore, this was amel to God. Because for God to give, in a, in a situation where He doesn't want to give, that's, so to speak, amelos. The, as the Ben Ashri explains, that someone who gives against their will, it's called la'amal, for emptiness. And therefore, now we understand, you know what the amelos is, you know what the emptiness of, of it was? Elu Habanim, the fact that the Mitzrayim wanted to eradicate the notion that we have to be Oyved, and instead they, instead they aggrandized the notion that they could just receive without uh, doing any Avoid. So these are five beautiful offerings of the Ben Lashri. If you'd like to receive it in print, please go to our site, rabbidg.com. It's available there. You could get it right there, or you could subscribe, and it will come to your inbox. The learning should be Luchos for Shalema to Ephraim Shalema ben Maka Chala. The Soich Shachal Yisov. Wishing everyone a Chag Kasher